My name is David Williamson. I'm from a um, small town in North Carolina, United States called Yanceyville. It happened, um, well, February 1st as the, in 2017, I felt it was one of those blood blue moons. And um, and what I've learned in, in hindsight is that the energy is really high and it affects your biology. It makes your blood pressure go up. It makes you, you know, it, it just it affects your body a lot. And um, so during that time, my heart valve ripped while I was just sitting talking to some friends and I felt it. And um, but it felt like it was in my back and in my shoulder. I didn't really feel pain in my heart. So I didn't initially um, think that I was having a heart issue, you know. So I went on I, and I've always had back pain because I played American football. So I have seven herniated discs two torn discs, two bulging discs. So the pain in my back was always there. So when the valve ripped and I felt pain in my back, I just was like, oh my goodness, my back is, you know, is really, really hurting. So I went seven days when my heart valve ripped, you know, and then on the seventh day is when I had a heart attack and I was leaving work and um, just a regular day and the valve just ripped. And uh, well, I felt the effects of the valve that had already ripped. And I was starting to just feel the stinging. And that's when I did feel stinging in my chest that, on that day. And um, and then I could feel my heart just not, it just wasn't beating properly. Um, I wasn't getting oxygen to my body. And um, it took me a while to just accept that this was, was happening. I, I drove home. I, I kind of lingered around my house. And, uh, and then I eventually, you know, went to the emergency room. The process, like I was having a heart attack on the way to the emergency room. So it... I, but I wasn't in a lot of pain. I was just losing my breath. Like I couldn't, um, I couldn't keep my breath because my body wasn't getting oxygen. So by the time I got to the emergency room, um, you know, I was still trying to communicate with them that, you know, I'm having a heart attack. Like I, I was pretty aware that I was having a heart attack. And um, so I was just trying to kind of communicate that to them. And um, the guy was, was really, um, kind of focused on me signing the paperwork and that that annoyed me because I I, I really wasn't functioning that you know that well like like I'm, I'm nervous I'm shaking you know a little bit you know because I'm not my, my heart is not beating properly I'm not breathing able to breathe so I kind of snapped on him I got a little mad <laughs> I fussed at him a little bit and um but um after that you know the, the gurney they pulled the gurney up and um and I was out, like as soon as I was on the gurney, I passed out. I remember looking at the door that they were pushing me towards. And, um, but before I even got to the door, I was already out. So um, I um, I think, and, I, and I've mentioned this, I'm, I, I generally tell the story the same way every time, but I've mentioned this because some people think that the near-death experiences are hallucinations, but I learned about the room that I was in um, after I passed out, you know, I, I was already passed out before I went into the emergency, the area where they were trying to resuscitate me. But when I opened my eyes, I knew where everybody was and I knew where everything was situated because I saw it all when I was above my body. So, um, once they pushed me into the, um, the area where they were, you know, going to be working on me, um, I could still, I, my awareness was still on the earth. Like I could, where the people were standing, I could see white dots, but everything was black because my eyes were closed. But where people were standing, I could see these 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 like black dots. It was like 
pixelated, you know, um, like static on the television. Like if it's dark and you see the white, the, the white static kind of, it kind of was like that. But uh, and it felt kind of like I could feel that energy, you know, and um, and that was just for a short amount of time and while I was in that kind of state. And then I floated above my body. And I looked down and was watching everything. I was watching them working on my body. I was watching them um, defibrillate. Um, I could see who was deeply impacted by everything that was going on and who was kind of just doing their job like it was a routine for them. They didn't really have any emotional investment. I could feel that. I could feel who had emotional investment and who didn't. And there was really one person that was in front of me um, that was deeply invested and he was trying to resuscitate me. And then there was a woman in the back of the room, the back left of the room that I could see very clearly holding her face. And she was sad that I was dying. And um, and I spent a lot of my time really just wanting to tell her that everything that I was experiencing was so beautiful. And I wanted her to know that I didn't want her to feel bad that I was dying. So a lot of the time that I was out of my body, I was contemplating her and wanting her to feel better. And, and, and then it, while I was on earth, but when I left earth, I was in space you know, in deep space and and it was beautiful and I could see um what appeared to be black holes and star forming region regions and uh I saw an asteroid. Um stars were everywhere of course. I saw what, you know, people call the light. Um but for me it was very far away. You know, I didn't feel um really compelled to go to the light. You know, I what was um holding my attention the most was um just simply traveling through space. Um, I really just wanted to travel through space and it and it all seemed possible. It all it seemed like um I could just travel through space and learn everything about what's happening, you know, in this in this system, you know, that I was in. So um that's what I was doing, you know, before I got resuscitated. <laughs> the amount of time that I think I was there was like six minutes. Uh I think I was dead about six minutes. But when I was there, I didn't I didn't remember being a human being so much, but but I knew everything. And it's hard to explain to people because they they what they think about is that, oh, I don't I don't I won't remember my loved ones. I won't remember my family. And you don't have any thoughts like that when you're out of your body. Like um, you if I felt like I was one with everything. So the idea of missing somebody, it just couldn't exist like it couldn't exist. The, the idea of feeling disappointment that something didn't work out a certain way, it couldn't exist because every thought that I had, they, it got cleared up instantly. Any confusion that I had, it got cleared up instantly. Just either being in that space, simply being in a space or by looking into the void, uh, which was to me, it looked like a black hole. Um, and it se I seemed to emerge from that. Um, void like I it seemed like I came out of it and then I was looking down into it um, and it seemed like a black hole because and everything else I could describe everything else I saw I can I can describe it and and I was able to google it and figure out like when I returned like what it was and the only thing that that I couldn't do that with and that was because I had already made a conclusion as to what it was was the void but when I compared the void like when I went when I think about it, the void was blacker than space. Like the space that I was in was black, but that area where the, that was called the void that, you know, that I was initially referring to as the void only 
um, it was blacker than space. It was blacker than black, <laughs> you know, and um, and it was a, it had a different quality. Like I could look in space and not see this thing happening where the answers were coming clear to me and um, the confusion was being, you know, erased. But when I looked in the void, that's what was happening. Not when I looked into just regular space, you know. So there was some different quality about it that that definitely made me view it as something distinct from space. And um, so when I came back and I started Googling everything, you know, trying to figure out what the void was was one of those things too. But but then just seeing it, you know, just seeing it, it, it was a black hole. You know, it was it it just. At first, uh, right after the near-death experience, I was more depressed than I had ever been. Um, I had been pretty depressed most of my life, and um, but it, you know, and it was due to you know ideology and identity stuff and racism, race narratives, and I had allowed myself to kind of just stop really participating in um, in life at all. I, I, I didn't didn't want to participate, so. Um, um after the near death experience it was three and a half years i just was just even more depressed and i didn't know how to talk about it um i didn't know how to talk about it at all um i to a certain extent i actually thought i was um i had might have been dreaming or i might have been losing my mind you know but these feelings were there and i and i and it was a different kind of knowing was there but it's still all i wanted to do was go back i didn't want to stay on this planet anymore and um yeah i just wanted to go back so um i couldn't figure out how to come back here and participate in this stuff anymore because none of it really made sense to me anymore um i didn't see i didn't see the point you know i just wanted to leave i wanted to go back so when i <clears throat> i finally started feeling better and i think that what helped that was i was taking a bunch of herbs for inflammation and um for pain you know from pain from i think the the surgery itself stuff gets shifted around in your body and i already had the seven herniated disc and i just i hurt all the time you know and so i started taking a bunch of herbs for inflammation to try to see if that would help the pain and i think that that had an impact on my overall um environment of my body like i think that the inflammation reduced all over my body including in my in my brain's environment and i think that that helped me get out of the depression you know as well and um and so once i started thinking more clearly um you know i just i think it's what made motivated me to want to just share it you know so I hopped on Clubhouse, the app Clubhouse, and I just started talking about what happened to me. I would jump into different spiritual spirituality rooms and and um, somehow it would, it would come up like people with other people have had these experiences. I was meeting them and I was everything started making sense. Like, I'm not crazy. This did happen. And it happens to a lot of people, you know. And um, so I felt I started feeling better, you know, Um and very quickly after I started just simply talking, just simply sharing the story, I I felt a lot better. Um, the depression kind of went away and I started thinking about this life like really philosophically and deeply. And and I and I grounded, I was trying to ground what happened to me, ground the perspective that I gained um, because it's a different perspective of life, 
uh, when you see your body not functioning you and you and I when I was looking down at my dead body um the the words that were coming to me was like he, he's dead his body's dead his mind is dead his ego is dead you know so for me it was like then what am I you know and then it was light you know awareness um uh, attention um spirit soul you know these things were flooding into my awareness uh, and also the awareness that my personality my anger my my sadness my depression is what killed me became I became aware of that you know it's like I killed myself with my personality none of these stories that I have been telling myself you know about racism about white people you know doing everything to me and, and being responsible for all of my sadness none of that stuff um killed me what killed me was my believing it and and having a nervous system reaction having bodily reactions and, and getting sick as a result of believing all these things and um so when i came back the way that my life has changed mostly is that i've been trying to unlearn everything that i had learned <laughs> that led ultimately led to my death and um so i just been trying to unlearn all that stuff and just trying to return back to what i know we all are when we first arrive here and that's perfect we don't have ideology when you're born you don't have identity when you're born you don't have any connection to to any aspect of this life when we're born we're just we're here and it's all new and that's how I felt when I was out of my body in space. It was like everywhere I looked, I was like, wow, 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 like a baby. And But as soon as I um, um, encountered something, the, the, the confusion about what it was, it was instantly gone. You know, so it was like it went from wow to immediately and completely understanding something in a, in a split second. You know, whereas here is a process, a slow process of kind of learning stuff there everything was instantaneous as soon as i pondered something the clarity was instantaneously there so um when i so coming back here the way it, it changed my life mostly is just it's a different perspective on what being a human being is and and feeling that love that i felt when i was outside of my body it um it made me realize what love really was like what what love really is it's a, it's a force that is not general is not how we perceive it like it's love can can heal you like love is what we are and i don't know when we take when we erase all of the other identity things and ideological things and just function in that love and try to feel that love that's a perfect place for me now i get uh the physical discomfort that i've experienced in this life is reduced when i feel that love you know um my mind is clearer when I feel that love, you know, everything like to me is improved when you can, when you know love, you know, and I think that relationships, uh, friendships, children, pets, all of these, these uh, opportunities to experience in this form, you know, different flavors of that love. But outside of the body, it's so powerful. It's like tangible. It's almost like electricity. It's a thing, not just a feeling or emotion. It's it's a force to me that holds this whole experience together. It holds this whole matrix together. To me, it's like love is the closest thing to describe it. You know, it's 